Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, everybody. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Thanks for Coming, the most honestly gay podcast there ever wi- was and were. Uh, this is Vlogmas Day One. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys are excited. We're going to do uh, Vlogmas this year, which will consist of us um, just recording episodes on the normal day. Yes, and it's also uh, Yes of Us Day Eight, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's Yes of Us Day Eight. And, and, uh, yeah, so we're doing Vlogmas now because it's December, and I'm really excited about it. We have lots of uh, religiously, ambiguously topics to, disco- to discuss, and uh, yeah. Oh, wait, we should discuss Jamal's not here again. Yeah, Jamal's out traveling the world, getting yesified. Yeah, he's uh, in the LBC. LBC, the, like on the Sublime song? Yeah, Long Beach, California. Yeah. But um yeah, he's he's traveling the world and we have to do all this work. It's just not fair. I know. I'm so over it. Like he's just like living his best life. Meanwhile, we're like stuck inside just podcasting about God knows what drag race season. <laughs> yeah, for real. There are so many so oh, this week was a lot. We had a lot of drag me- media this week. What did you are you overwhelmed or what did you think? Yeah, it, there's definitely a lot going on. It's really hard to keep up with. Like, it's just, it's overwhelming. Very overwhelming. <laughs> it is a lot. We had uh, Queens of the Universe started this week. Uh, this is the, like, American Idol drag queen performance show with uh, hosts Leona Lewis, Trixie Mattel, Michelle Visage, Vanessa. Vanessa Williams. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting there. <laughs> and uh, Graham Norton is the host. So I actually was very impressed. I, I don't know if I watched the whole episode or not because people were talking about Jujubee and I hadn't seen her yet. Yeah. So I watched the first episode as well. It seems like, so from my understanding, there's another seven queens that are going to perform next week and Juju yeah. is in that lineup. Yeah, but people were already talking about what happens to Juju next week. Oh, spoilers already? I guess. Maybe I just got spoiled. I don't know. Fuck you, Twitter. Um, Yeah, Twitter sucks. But um, (laughs) the the panel, the judging panel on this show, I'm actually really impressed with it. I've always loved Leona Lewis. I think she's amazing. Like, she's such a good singer and... I'm glad that they have somebody like her on there that really has like a successful, like a big time career. Yeah. yeah. And then Michelle makes sense. Like, obviously, I mean, I know we're kind of tired of her at this point, but, and I'm happy that Trixie is there instead of RuPaul. So I feel like Michelle's like a lot more bearable on this show though, on Queens of the universe, as opposed to drag race. Yeah. I mean, it's only been one episode, so that's true. I shouldn't, <laughs> maybe I'm just getting my hopes up. <laughs> Wait until uh, episode two, where she was like, you need to like change everything about yourself. <laughs> yeah. You should actually try not singing next time. <laughs> it's like, what? That's the whole point of the show, Michelle. Well, I mean, you can try if you want. I'll just give you horrible critiques. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Vanessa Williams just seems excited to be on a television show again. <laughs> I mean, she is kind of an, she is an icon, right? She is an icon. I'm not diminishing her talent and what she, in her whole career, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely, it was almost, I felt like they just needed somebody else and 
Vanessa was available. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I did my time plan dress up. Now I get to be a host of the show. But they're actually giving away, I think they're giving away $250,000. And I was like, wow, that's like actually really impressive. Yeah. I like, I actually like, cause I don't watch like a ton of like singing shows anymore. Like I used to be really into American Idol back in yeah. the day, um, back when it was like the OG judges and stuff. But I don't know. Like, I I think I'll keep watching this just because it's easy yeah. to watch. And I enjoy like hearing the Queen sing and like seeing their you know, outfits and things like that. Well, there's no like, like asinine, you know, drama, reality show drama in it either. Yeah. It's just like seeing and then hear some critiques. And yeah, I also uh, really like Graham Norton as the like the DJ or whatever the host. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Graham, Graham does a good job. Yeah. Graham. Gray. Graham. Graham. <laughs> I can't say it like the British do. My 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 apologies to all of our UK listeners. <laughs> also, didn't you watch the uh or you watched the Christmas movie as well, The Bitch Who Stole Christmas? Yes, I did. See, Sony's one of those boozy bougie bitches that has uh well, he's boozy and bougie. He has VH1 and cable television. <laughs> Yeah, I somehow I so yeah, I have Hulu and I was like, oh wow, they actually have VH1 now. So I'm living my best life. <laughs> Wait, is the is the movie on the Hulu app? So it was Or like, did you watch it live? I watched it live, but I have like Hulu live TV. So it's basically like oh, cable. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I have the free Hulu that came with my Spotify subscription. Oh girl. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's probably gonna be like four different colored squares on the screen. <laughs> rotating i don't know what what would you think of the movie was it enjoyable or is it pretty on par for a rupaul scripted show well so going into it i thought i was a little nervous like i was excited because jan i heard rumors that jan was going to be in this and played a prominent role so i was excited about that um i was a little concerned just because like we know how like the uh, world of wonder scripts are and like just their use of uh, green screens is um, very heavy, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was actually kind of cute. Like, I, I think it would be like a fun Christmas movie to watch. Like, if you just want to get in the like Christmas mood, um, if you're into that type of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so, like, I didn't really miss much is kind of what I'm taking away from this. Yeah. I mean, if you've watched a bunch of Drag Race, you probably aren't going to like learn anything new or <laughs> see or the, like the best part about it to me was seeing all the queens like yeah the cast was really good like james manfield is it mansfield mansfield yeah mm -hmm. yeah sorry i said it wrong james mansfield <laughs> was really hilarious like she stole the show and she had like a really big role in it oh cool so i enjoyed that she was really funny i'm glad she kind of got the spotlight brooklyn Brooklyn Heights played like a Russian hooker, which was really fun. Oh, was Katya booked? <laughs> That's what I, I was like. Katya must have been like busy, but like Brooklyn actually did a really good job. Oh, cool. I'm trying to think what else. Ginger was like, I mean, she's just a good actress. So yeah. Um, and a good singer. Was was she singing in the movie? Um, Yeah. So like, so the plot of the movie, let me just like, I'll briefly brief go synopsis. It. But basically, um, make sure you spoil the ending too. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. 
So basically the story is there's this lady that works in a magazine. Like she's like an editor at a magazine place or something. And oh, like the devil wears Prada. Yeah. And like RuPaul is like the, the main bitch boss, whatever the Anna Wintour. Mm. Um, so anyway, the thing, the whole thing is, it's Christmas time and everyone else is like getting off work. And so like everyone's planning like, okay, we're going to be off these next few days. But RuPaul wants the main character's name. I forget her name or like what her character's name was, but she wants her to go to this town called Tuckahoe. <laughs> oh my gosh. They stole, uh, I'm th- I thought they stole that from Friday the 13th. I can't, but now I can't remember. It's like oh. camp. I can't remember. Well, Sorry, I remember, everybody. I ruined I, it. Yeah, I feel like Tuckahoe, I've heard that somewhere before, but I just assumed yeah. it was on one of the drag race seasons. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. She's supposed to go to this Tuckahoe place to find like the crown or, or there, there's a crown that's like that's popular or something. It's won every year by like the people in this town, like from a <laughs> Christmas competition. I'm probably poorly explaining it, but it's um, also probably poorly written. So yeah, tomato, tomato. So she's forced to go to this town during Christmas and work because uh, RuPaul's like an evil bitch. And yeah, so she goes there and she meets like these group of people. Like, I think it's like Ginger, Brooklyn, and they are going to enter the competition to win the crown and they face off against James Mansfield. And obviously they win because James Mansfield gets out first. <laughs> You would be incorrect. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to guess what happens. Um, I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm doing such a poor job of explaining this probably because the plot was like just a complete... it was all over the place. Yeah. But basically they like face off in competition and like the competitions are just them like, like basically performing on stage. Um, okay. But it was like pretty funny. And then at the end, RuPaul like comes to the town and she like steals the crown or something. Uh oh. And like they get into a big fight and they like climb up the Christmas tree. Like there's this giant Christmas tree like in the center Uh-oh. of town. And then they like. And fight. then Ruby Red falls from her harness. Yeah. And the chandelier breaks or something. Yeah. And then James Mansfield <laughs> wins the crown. But then Morgan McMichaels like a true OG bitch steals it from her and becomes like the ultimate winner or something. Oh, cool. So just like, it's just like drag race. It doesn't really matter who wins. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, mm. Oh, and then I was going to say to Jan. So here's why I'm disappointed mm. in it is because I was excited to see Jan because she's like our musical queen, right? Like she's a theater kid. Yeah. And they like the character they gave her was like, they gave her a character that was like the whole thing about it was she was supposed to like not have a personality and not have any energy at all. So she just like played completely like just boring and calm and like not the Jan that we love. So basically Jan was safe again. Basically it was like, it was like if you know how like Rue and Michelle gave Jan all the like shitty critiques and told her to stop being annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's who Jan played. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Rue's like, I'll get my way, bitch. <laughs> right. And I was just like, this sucks because I just, I don't know. I needed Jan to be Jan. Yeah. Also, I remember the Friday reference was Camp Sukadeek. So 
Um, okay. My bad. We got there, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, to, to summarize, it's cute. I mean, it's got some fun. Like, if you want to see the queens, it's got some cool cameos. Laganja shows up for a second. Like, it's fun to see stuff like that. Heidi's in it for a few seconds. Um, Does Laganja say, if it's not green, I'm not interested? Next to a Christmas tree? Probably. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh well that sounds interesting i guess if that's your bag uh go see if there's a way to watch it it's not on wow presents plus so yeah i don't know do what you will uh we also had the season 14 girls were announced during this movie and uh, ruse apparently pissed off all of the uh, uk listeners because you know normally it just the the drag race episodes will be on netflix the next day but now they have to like pay to subscribe to wow plus and like and if you read the comments under some of the wow like tweets about that uk is pissed yeah <laughs> i saw some of this on twitter it's just like ev- everyone in the uk is just like what the fuck <laughs> we're not watching suck it rupaul <laughs> things like that right i don't yeah. know also i'm kind of glad that we stopped uh because this cat i don't know i was not impressed by I mean, I I am here and will support, you know, the my local Queen Bosco, but I the rest of the people, I was just like, meh, you know, like I fell asleep watching the, the Meet the Queens video. Like it was just like they were <laughs> just asking them the same questions. They were saying the same answers. It was just like it got really boring. Yeah, I feel like, too, they need to, like, condense it down. I feel like they made it too long. Like, do what the UK does. UK is like very short and to the point and make they kind of like make them do like quirky things and stuff like that's what we need to see we don't need like a long interview right and uh and can i mean just wait till season 25 when we have to watch 25 queens compete for the crown (laughs) like there's 14 for season 14 so i mean like how long can this feasibly go on (laughs) um it will go on as long as rupaul is here maybe like season 25 will just be like a year long I mean, fingers crossed. Well, they're already <laughs> almost there because season 13 was like six months long, right? Right. Oh, that's true. That was a test run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's all the new episodes. I really can't talk about that anymore because we have other shows to get into our other shows that we've been recapping. Uh, so let's get into our honest tea spill of the week and get right into it. Uh, honest tea. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our honest tea spill of the week. We are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of all the shows that we've selected to cover of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and other franchises of drag. Uh, let's go ahead and start, of course, with our uh, our monsters, the Dragula Girls. This episode, uh, we are on episode seven, which is called The Exorcisters. And uh, basically, the monsters will be facing their toughest challenge yet, starring in their own horror movie. And if you guessed by the title of the episode, yes, they did do a parody ripoff of The Exorcist. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, I don't know. I thought this was like interesting because at first I didn't know what was going on, that there was like a live challenge and a floor show. It's very confused. Yes, there was a fright feat in which the queens had to paint the uh, peaches, Cr- peaches Christ's eyebrows on, and they had like five minutes to do that. And um, you know, they uh, peaches got to pick the winner. The winner was La Zavaletta, 
And um, then Peaches went on to direct the movie uh, along with um, whoever that guy is that wrote it. He will we'll get into that. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, in addition to that, they also had to do a floor show in which um, they had to create a demon inspired runway. Well, well, it's like on brand. Yes. Give That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's talk about the uh, the movie first. I mean, I don't think it was bad. I was just more frustrated with the critiques that they got. The little Boulay was really upset for some reason. She was really mad. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of confused about this. I don't know if I was just like in a mood that night, but I felt like the critiques that were given were the exact opposite of what I felt when I was watching it. Same. No, I don't think that was just you. Okay. Because... Yeah, I just don't remember, like, the people that they were saying did good. I was, like, the opposite. <laughs> I was like, yeah. no. And they were all, they were disappointed with, like, most of the, the floor show looks, too. And I was like, the floor show looks were good. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe it was just a bad day, you know. They woke up and maybe, I don't know, they accidentally went to church and they're like, ah, we're burning. I don't right. know. <laughs> it was it was weird but the movie itself like hoso definitely carried the whole thing like they must have borrowed the drag race script writer for this because it was not good <laughs> right it was yeah i don't know like and the thing is they gave like hoso like crappy critiques i'm like she did pretty awesome like don't she, she did the be- best right like just because she had like the main part doesn't mean you have to like say she sucks like what well what is she supposed to do she's a a possessed person like what else do you want her to do other than to be the character that you wrote for her right that's that's what was the most frustrating thing is they were critiquing the girls based on a poor script that this guy wrote and can we also talk about Sigourney's like acting skills (laughs) did you like it or no I did not like it (laughs) yeah I wasn't I didn't think she was bad I she was kind of like neutral for me like as far as how she did like she wasn't bad but she wasn't good I think she stayed in character so that was good but I guess all the judges were like you are amazing yeah and I don't mean to like say she was bad but like her I don't know it was just like the fact that they were like blowing their loads over her (laughs) I was just like it doesn't like make it make sense because like I thought she was one of the weaker ones. Like I'm not saying she was the weakest, but yeah, definitely not somebody that I would have been like, oh my god, <laughs> right. And also too, like I was a little bit upset because I thought like the overly gay priest from La Zavaleta was going to be really funny, and then they just tamed it down so much so that like basically the whole character was lost. And I would have loved to have seen like an overly gay, oh girl, we're about to do an exorcist or, you know, like that sort of thing, like what Zavaletta was doing. That was going to be really funny, but they fucked her over and they yeah. made her not do that. I, I agree with what they were saying with Saint though. That voice was stupid and annoying. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, but but I thought like Dolly and uh, like the, their, their role, like they either did a really bad job or the the roles were just not needed it's like they just made them up so they could have enough roles for all the people yeah i mean dolly was like i felt like i was watching like white chicks or something yeah it was really weird i don't know <laughs> i don't know and i also like i wanted it because like they they didn't even include like the most like to me my favorite line out of like 
almost any movie is your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> That's like my favorite line. And they didn't even include it, which I understand because it's a little bit probably too, you know, vulgar or whatever. But I think a really funny way of like doing it is being like, oh, your parents do does drag in hell or something like that. They could have like adapted it in some way like that. Yeah, I feel like it would be fine to say that for this show. I mean, it's little kids should not be watching this show probably. Right. I know. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we're going to worry about like being vulgar when like all they, all they've done the whole time is fight and told each other how much they suck and been nasty to each other. And it's on shutter. Like, like right. The, the movies on this like platform. I think it's okay if we say dicks on. Right. It's not Dragula. even like on a broadcast. Like there's probably not, there's probably not even rules about it. Right. The Blue Boulet brothers are probably just like, it's too common. More classy. Mm. Yeah. That's not very uh, filth. Come on, Boulets. Maybe <laughs> that's why the little one was mad. She didn't, she couldn't have the line in there. Yeah. And the big one was like, we can't do it. And the little one was like, it's the most iconic line. I love that you didn't call have sex that night. The big Boulet and the little Boulet. Well, there, there's clearly one that's larger, you know, taller than the other. Right. Eyes. I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the floor show was, was Demons. And uh, I'm trying to remember which ones I like the best. I feel like Dolly does the same face every time. Yeah. I'm getting, which is disappointing. Getting, yeah, I'm kind of getting bored with that. Yeah. I'm having a hard time remembering, but I feel like didn't Hoso like have an awesome look? Yeah, Hoso did really well, I believe. I think I feel like I remember Hoso was the one on the on the floor show that I liked the best. I do remember that. Yeah, but I kind other of than like that, it was zoned like, out meh. for the floor show, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I remember them. <laughs> well, I feel like I remember them all being, you know, pretty good actually. So yeah, I don't know. I guess there's none to complain about this week. <laughs> so yeah, at the end of this episode, well, actually, let's start with the tops. The winner was Hoso Teratoma which definitely I agree with. And she won a chance to be in an upcoming movie produced by Dread Central. You know, they also have a podcast network, which you can catch our friends Friday the 13th on. Definitely fun times over there. Yes. And the bottom three were Dali, La Zavaleta, and Sigourney Beaver again. Whoa. Not too surprising, I would say. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, they're really getting all rid of like all the people I hate each episode like i was like oh this is maybe zavaletta will go home <laughs> you got your wish girl and then i got my wish and i was like wow like i just had to wait till like the middle of the series and then they got rid of all these annoying people it's almost as if they were only on here for drama Ooh, interesting wow shocker <laughs> <laughs> um so let's go ahead and take a quick little break here and then when we come back we will get into canada and we're here see you soon Hi, queens. Oh my gosh, we're on break. Thanks for coming. This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more Drag Race fans sashay our way. You could also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a root girl at their show. You can Venmo us at TFC Pod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFC Pod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck, Mary. Let's get back into the Interior Illusions Lounge and record the rest of the podcast. So tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt. Shut up, Michelle. Oh, and by the way, you're not my real dad and you never will be. 
Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of all of the shows that we've selected to cover in this week. Uh, <laughs> we are going to move on to our next up, our next uh, franchise, I should say, and that is Canada's Drag Race. We are on episode eight, which is entitled Prom. And in this episode, the queens will pair up with teenagers for a makeover of a lifetime. Special guest is Mit Tu. No, who is she? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I, I didn't either. I was like, Mits, Mit, who, what, when, it's where, it's why. Girl, we don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought this was a really great episode. It starts with a mini challenge uh, where they uh, basically receive uh, live calls from their family members and they have to cry on television. So uh, the winner of the, no, I'm just kidding. Nobody won, <laughs> but they all cried. Of course they did. RuPaul's like, we need to get our damn Grammy for Canada. Like make these bitches cry. <laughs> I did like when Brooklyn was like, say who you want to go home. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, Brooklyn. Uh, Brad was still annoying this week. Like, I just like, he's just like, for me, he's just one of those people when you see, you know, there's like, you see their face and you just want to punch them. Oh no. Like, I'm not I'm not going to punch Brad. I'm never going to see him. I mean, let's just be honest. I do think the judges have been much nicer this season where last season they were very bitchy. And I know that like JBC was set up. So it's yeah, not it was really his fault. But yeah, um, yeah, I wish like we could have. I think they were just like, wow, we aired too many negative critiques last season. So like I kind of wish they would have kept JBC instead of Brad. Same. And also, like, yeah, because the only mean person this season was that twink that told Connor she yeah. had flat hair. <laughs> Your hair is flat. It's like, bitch, you don't even do drag. <laughs> uh, he was just like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Somebody get this little thing away from me. <laughs> the backseat challenge this week, you know, is like we said, they had to pair with teenagers to do a makeover challenge for prom. And I thought that was really cool. I thought that it was, I actually was really impressed with all of the, uh, the, the kids or the teens, however you want to say it. But uh, yeah, they were all pretty interesting people. Like, and I mean, I had my favorites. I really liked their names. I don't really remember. I don't remember the name, but I liked the one that was with uh, Isis. Yes. I think her drag name was Ruby Couture. Okay. Yeah. She was really good. And yeah, I mean, Isis made her over so amazingly. Yeah, I mean, like, she already came in flawless, basically. So there was really, like, not much for Isis to do and <laughs> besides make an outfit. Yeah, and I believe she said she does drag or has I think so. done drag before. So, yeah. Yeah, Isis really lucked out on that one. Or was that Kendall? No, that was Isis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kendall had the other twink yeah, that... Can- he was a little much for me. Yeah. Much like Kendall. They were very yeah. similar. I just, yeah, they were. He's like, I actually am a model. And we we're like, oh, great. He's an Insta thought. And right. he's not, he's probably not even 18 yet. So I can't even to light, you know, follow his account. <laughs> right. It just feels wrong. <laughs> uh, what was the other ones that I liked? I like, oh, I liked, yeah, Pythia, Pythia's. I think, oh, what was the, because they were both non-binary, I believe, right? Yeah, they were both non-binary, but sh- but they had a cool name. It was like 
Cedar or Casper or something like that. I don't yeah. remember. It was just a cool name. And I think those were the faves that I had. Uh, and also, and that also like kind of translate as far as into their looks that they did as well. I think that my faves were the ones that like they look good. Maybe their maybe their drag queen mom didn't look good. Uh, like uh, Isis, <laughs> but you know the the actual like kids looked good. Yeah, in their outfits, you know. And I also thought it was really cute, like Isis's moment where she was like, "You'll never be alone. Like I'll give you my info, and if you need me for anything," which was like it was so interesting to see that moment because I thought that like. This I thought she was like really um like confident and like you know I thought she was that bitch and you know wouldn't like feel lonely or anything like that but it's right. interesting it just kind of shows you you don't really know what's going on in people's lives yeah it is crazy I mean Isis told the story about like her trying to like kill herself and all that yeah um so I don't know it was it was crazy yeah I was like she's a bad bitch like why does she like feel lonely and I'm like damn like everybody around her must just suck ass <laughs> right like how can you not appreciate like this amazing person <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so that was really fun as a good episode and uh at the end of this the winner of the challenge was Pythia which was great she needed a win yeah, I thought it was well-deserved because she actually created both looks and it was very much like, I know it wasn't family resemblance, but she basically had, like, you could tell that it was like a unique set. So I thought yeah. that was really cool. Totally. So the bottom two were Adriana and Isis Couture, which I kind of like, I, I saw uh, Adriana struggling. I'm like, you know, I bet they're going to put Isis in the bottom just because like of the whole like Latina sister, like friendship thing. Uh, storyline and it happened so for predictability <laughs> right so then uh they lip sync to a song that mits mitsu uh stole from rupaul yeah <laughs> her big hit that she stole from rupaul so fun um yeah i was like mits what this is horrible right i yeah this song not as good as RuPaul's. I, I, yeah i just want to <laughs> listen to the rupaul one to be honest yeah <laughs> sorry mits by i don't know yeah, I thought I don't know. This lip sync was kind of like boring to me. I, I guess. Oh my I, god, yes! And the, and the best, the best part is at the end when Brooklyn and all the other judges are just like, "Holy fucking shit, that was the best lip sync ever!" Right. And and I was like, I was fucking bored. I know. I feel like, and that's the problem. I think covering as much as we've covered because. I feel like if unless the lip sync is absolutely just amazing that I'm just like, meh, like, right. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on my phone if you need right. me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, so at the end of this episode, Adriana was eliminated, which I kind of agree with. I think it was her turn. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part was when she walked into the workroom. She's like, oh, I don't have to force myself to speak English anymore. <laughs> that was like, hilarious. I know. It's like, yes. <laughs> like uh, Adriana is a sweet soul, but yeah, it was her turn to be eliminated. Yes. All right. Moving right along over to this, uh, this week's episode of we're here, which is the finale episode. So this last, uh, last week, you'll hear us talk about we're here. <laughs> oh my god um yes i was like yeah i'm sad that it's the finale but um it was a really good episode yeah 
I love this show. I really hope they do a season three. Like, I'm not saying crank it, crank it out like RuPaul, but like, I hope it You're comes right, back yeah. like next year or something. And, and I like how they did it with season two where they were like, it was like the same, you know, format and everything that we loved about season one, but they um like amplified it and really put together like groups of people that told great stories. Yes. So like, you know, how we kind of like have seen the theme each week, you know, there was the one week where uh, we had like, um, the Mexican group of people and then we had one group where it was um, all like well I think it was all it was all black people right in Selma yes in Selma yeah. it was and then there was the Hawaii episode with the with the Polynesian people and in this episode it was all trans people they had trans people on this other episodes but this one was like yeah all trans people and it was showing you the variety like there was a trans woman a trans man uh, another trans woman who is um, you know I think they called it differently abled. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting combo of people. Um, they are in Grand Junction, Colorado this week, which I didn't realize was so uh, conservative. <laughs> yeah. So this fun fact, um, this is that stupid uh, bitches, Lauren Boebert's district. <laughs> uh, well, that makes sense now. Yeah. So yeah. She Fun. probably was really upset about that. I'm sure she probably couldn't stand it. The gays are here, everybody. <laughs> this is Joe Biden's direct doing. <laughs> the satellites Ugh. and aliens. <laughs> You're like, what? Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Jewish space lasers. <laughs> you can't make us get a vaccine. It's like the Holocaust. Right. And you're like, Maybe you should just sit this one out, girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> is this a South Park episode? Like, <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. Uh, we started with uh, Taylor, who um, I thought was really cute. Uh, he's a trans boy and gay, and you'll like pretty much with all of the the people in this episode, they were like. I feel like a lot of them were really like shy and introverted because they are so persecuted in that town because it is such a hateful environment. So I kind of, I, you know, I felt really bad, but, it, but I mean, Taylor really is a badass. Yeah, he really is. Like you could tell like how quiet he was. And then as the episode progressed, especially once he was in drag. Oh like, yeah. He was just like, let's take this fucking town down. Like, let's burn the city <laughs> hall down. <laughs> I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> yes. I, I really liked, yeah, I really liked his performance and I like his story. I wasn't really expecting um, him to perform like a rap song. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I think that he did a really good job. Uh, I really enjoyed that performance. Like it was pretty upbeat and, and interesting. It's yeah. entertaining. I liked it. Uh, so then we have Angie, who was, I think she was maybe my favorite this week. I really liked Angie. She's a trans woman who is also a lesbian. And uh, she has not seen her family since she has transitioned because they were not accepting of her transition. Yeah. And I, I also really liked Angie. And you could just tell, like, she's, like, been through some shit. Like, and oh, yeah. I don't know. I just felt so bad for her because you could tell she's like still like processing everything. And it just sucks that like people are so shitty because she's like such a good person. And I don't know, she has so many good qualities and for people to like treat her like shit, that's just not right. 
Yeah, I thought it was. I liked the part um, when they went to the dra- the drag race, the the cars racing, yeah, and passing out fly- flyers because you could tell like at the start of it, um, Andrew was kind of like quiet and like kind of standing behind everybody, and then like as it went on, as they were handing out flyers more, they she saw that um, I think it was Eureka and Shangela there when she saw them like you know holding their own basically she you could see her confidence increase yeah and like the thing too with her i that really surprised me it was i think it was like a scene where i forget did she have shangela was that her person yeah yeah so like shangela came out and saw her um when she was like riding the dirt bike and you could tell Mm -hmm. like her personality really like came out like when she was like in her element and i just thought that was really fun she was like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like really like, yeah, she was bad. yeah. And she was like, I love to like go on this track and like show up the guys. <laughs> she was really good, though. I was like, yeah, holy shit. Like all this, all the jumps and stuff she was doing. I was like, I am. I would literally shit my pants. <laughs> I know. She's awesome. So that, that was really cool. And I, and I think and also her performance, I think I, I really like I, I don't know if I can say it. I really liked a lot of the performances, but I really, really enjoyed her performance because she started with Pink and the subject matter of this like, song that she's saying uh, chose to lip sync perfect was a yeah. really emotional song. And I definitely teared up a little bit. And and then it kind of goes into the Joan Jett song, Bad Reputation. Because, well, I mean, you know, people weren't accepting of her. So I guess maybe she had a bad reputation to them. Yeah. But um, yeah, then she basically just became like this like rocker chick and was like rocking out and Shangela came out. I don't know. It was just really like an upbeat, really exciting number. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was and I think her dirt bike was out on stage, too, which was cool. Yeah, she was doing donuts on the stage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This one was fun. I, I loved everything she did <laughs> yeah this is i yeah i definitely had a few tears for this performance for sure uh last we have dustin van dyke and dustin was born with a disability that requires him to um, be in a wheelchair and have assistance getting in and out and uh, dustin is a trans man and is already a drag performer yeah this was a really good story as well i felt like and like I don't know it's just it's hard it's hard watching like the scenes with Dustin just because he's had such like a terrible like life as far as like just his family and like it's it has to be so hard like to not to have that condition and have to have assistance and then on top of that you're also trans and have to deal with like people treating you terribly right and it's just like like, it's it really stacked against Dustin. Yeah. And I'm just glad that that community allows him to like go and do those like performances. I forget the name of that person that was like DJing the pride thing or whatever. Oh, but... yeah. I forget his name, but that's like his like chosen father, Dustin's chosen father. Yeah. So because his real dad's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right which is another problem, but yeah, you, you could just see like how like his face lit up when he was out on stage. And I just oh, yeah. love that. Yeah. Even at the pride performance, like you could just see how happy and like excited he was to perform. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I liked, and I liked him a lot too, because he was also someone that was very like a very out well-spoken and like, you know, it's like, I'm going to make a difference in this world basically. And I'm like, hell yeah, you better. Like, I mean, I think that he's totally capable I mean, he's, I mean, already he's affected so many people just from this show. I think that that 
he could really build like a platform yeah to, uh to do to make more change yeah i definitely feel like he already has in that community too just like i mean that's awesome that they're having like drag shows like i think it was like in a parking garage or something yeah well it was their pride yeah it's but like, like sad they had to have pride like on in a garage i know it's annoying that like stupid town but but honestly honestly i would have enjoyed that pride because normal pride is like a, just a little bit too overstimulating for me so like just a small chill pride like in the shade would be really great yeah it wouldn't be as hot and you're out west so it's not like humid either so right so it's <laughs> like i mean that was like my speed of pride <laughs> but I, I i fully understand that that's not i every that's not what everybody wants everyone can do what they want celebrate however they want yeah yeah and i also i thought it was like really cool like you know i'm a big my chemical romance fan so i was just really excited when they said that he was going to perform to a my chemical romance song yes and then like they surprised him with a video from gerard way the singer of the band and i was like holy shit that's fucking crazy (laughs) like in in like he was flipping out and i was flipping out (laughs) yeah i was like that's just such a cool moment (laughs) It was cool. I'm not the biggest My Chemical Romance fan, but I did know the song because that song is so popular. Right. But yeah. I was like, I, I love that performance like that he did um, for Black Parade. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, I think that he looked great in his outfit, but not I like the 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 reveal outfit I thought was cool with the um sparkly like heart and the rib cage. That was really cool. And I really like Bob's outfit because in the album art for that album there's like uh well and the story too there's like a leader of the parade and that was basically the out like i think i assume that's what the reference for bob's outfit was okay i I enjoyed seeing bob to perform that song just because you don't see bob do a lot of like you don't see her do something (laughs) like that like ever i'm only wearing black eyeliner from now on (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was a cool performance as well. So I thought I was really impressed with all of the performances. And it was cute to see just like the immediate change too. like after the performances when uh, Taylor was talking to this other person about like, who was thanking Taylor for doing, you know, being so outspoken about gender and all this sort of stuff. So I mean, you can just see like, there was immediate change already happening. And the community like definitely was coming together. And it was just really cool at the end they all the the three queens did their performance bob and shangela and eureka and then they all kind of like you know led the group like on a procession of sorts <laughs> and i that, that's when i cried again because i was like oh look at like it's just really nice to see like the community supporting each other and being so strong and uplifting that it's just like a really emotional thing yeah no that was fun i i love when they started just like going into the like i don't know if they went into the city or something or the like the streets but yeah i thought that was cool yeah that was really neat and And, it was a great way to end the the show as well yeah and they also like i don't know if you noticed they showed like the montages of like the different all the other people yeah they they made over yeah yeah i like that they also included them as well that was a, a, a cute way to include everybody yeah very cool um all right well we did all the shows jamal was supposed to do trade this week but he's not here girl the trade sagas continue i know we just keep trading off (laughs) yeah maybe maybe next week 
just stay tuned to see if we do trade next week <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not who knows who knows <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much everyone from tu- for tuning in again um you know just shows like we're here really remind me how amazing the community can be and i really you know it kind of gives me hope and so i hope that if you take anything away from our podcast for the short time it will still last. well i mean it'll be here forever you can listen to the episodes whenever you want but as far as new episodes there will not be so many more i just really hope that you can maybe be inspired or feel good about yourself or uh or and or all of the above <laughs> i hope yeah. that it can maybe give you a good message to support your friends or maybe something like that you know just uh, hope our whole thing has been to be like an uplifting podcast about queer culture i know we can be kind of like bitter betty's about the uh the actual shows themselves because it gets kind of repetitive and such but you know like we get really excited to talk about other topics and you know you'll hear other topics besides drag race before we end this show yeah no i think it'll am i rambling good. Like Gio? <laughs> yeah so the oscar award goes to <laughs> no. <laughs> um no but i think like um yeah, I'm excited to kind of like put a bow on the podcast and like, I don't know, I'm like, what do we have like five more episodes left? So mm-hmm. we have some fun ideas. So I hope everyone keeps like listening because we're definitely going to have some fun episodes here to kind of end things out. So yeah, you have to listen because yeah, we have fun stuff yeah. planned. Just because the show's ending doesn't mean you can just stop listening, bitch. You better still be listening <laughs> to the very end. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, well, and, and I've seen some people ask, like, each week as they get caught up with the show, like, you know, hearing that the show's coming to an end, they say, you know, like, oh, like, will you still be around or whatever? Like, you know, we definitely have plans to still tweet on the TFC account about Drag Race or or whatever. But I would say mainly about Drag Race. But um, we'll also... Uh, guide you to our personal Twitters if you're interested in and staying up to date with what's going on with us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess that's kind of about all of the announcements for this week. I uh, hope you all also had a great World's Aid Day this last week. I just think that's that was a really important day, and I hope that you all learned a little bit more about the topic. And uh, we will be back next week with Jamal, and we'll be discussing. Canada and Dragula only. I think it's weird. We're kind of narrowing down the shows. Yeah, we get to narrow that down and then start sprinkling in some other topics, maybe. So, yeah, I'm really <laughs> excited for like the trio of episodes that we have to go out on. I think they're going to be really fun and it's going to be like a throwback to our old style, like when yeah. we had breaks and would do off season content. Yeah, we're going to be some shady bitches and yeah. We're going to but also put, fun bitches. Yeah. We're going to be like the finale episode, but hopefully not disappointing. I don't know. Yeah. We we're we're trying to go out on a high note here. So <laughs> even if you didn't like the last few episodes, just tell us you did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Everyone have a great week. We'll see you on Twitter uh, until next week. Bye. Bye.